What the fucking night? What the fuck? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the What's That Noise podcast, a podcast where I sit down with a buddy of mine, or if I can't find anybody, I do it by myself, and we review any given album by any given artist. And this week, I've got my sister again, Bailey. Who's right here? Say hi, Bailey. Yo, what's up? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and we are discussing possibly one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, anybody who knows me personally knows how I feel about this album, and it is the Wretched and Divine album, The Story of the Wild Ones, by Black Veil Brides. This was one of the... It's like a seminal album for me. It, it really kind of shaped the way I looked at storytelling within music and... Yeah, I'm fucking excited for you guys to hear this. I think it ran, what was it? Did it run like almost two hours or an hour and a half? Yeah, something like that. So we got another long one for you guys here. I want to give a quick thank you again to everybody listening and to everybody enjoying the podcast so far. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this episode, so I won't delay any longer. Let's get right into it. Uh, this is going to be my sister Bailey and I talking about Wretched and Divine by Blackville Brides. Here we go. So here we go. And we're back with a returning guest this week. We got my sister, Bailey Lumber again. Greetings. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I was trying to, you know, go yeah. with the flow. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just heavy breathing into the mic. Okay. How you doing this week? I'm good. You know, stressful week. For those who don't know, we have another brother. His name's Chandler. And his phone got stolen last night um, at a fucking movie theater. Damn. And it was yeah. sucked because I was having a good time enjoying my movie. And he fucking had to ruin it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> had to ruin it. Well, because I like walked out and he was like standing there and I knew his movie wasn't done yet. And he was like, uh, let's go. And I was like, why? And he was like, because my phone got stolen. And oh, I was like, damn. oh my God. Poor guy. Yeah. What movie did you go see? The, <laughs> the MGK movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking dope. Okay. I good? sobbed. Um, Although there was fucking losers in there for sure. Not to be a hater, but there's the weirdest people I've ever seen in my life there. Like people were blasting his music when I walked in and I was like, <laughs> I know we're all excited, but this is still a movie theater. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't handle shit like that. I'd like, I have very little patience for shit like that in the world. So I would like just, well, cause she was like the first person in there. It was like 20 minutes before the movie was supposed to start. And she yeah. was just sitting there playing it on YouTube with ads couldn't even just like in the <laughs> yeah like in the middle of a song just i was like sure like end with ford yeah we can, all, we can all drive and i was like just blasting youtube ads in the fucking theater and i was like uh and she was like staring at me because i thought she thought i was gonna be like oh yeah fuck yeah <laughs> well, you're That's what I'm saying. sick ad bro yeah. <laughs> god damn that excites me yeah i can't fucking i couldn't deal with that shit but i'm glad you had a good time it was glad great fun. how's how's school going oh god that was fine why ups and downs yeah i feel like i'm doing fine in general but yeah i don't know it's a okay. you yeah. know high school yeah high school <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah this is not off to a you know i'll take the start but you know let's get into what this podcast is about oh oh you're the host yeah, yeah okay okay we got an album <laughs> yeah we're this talk week about. we're doing uh one of my favorite albums you would have heard it and seen it because of the name of the podcast yep this is the first one that I've recorded since the podcast came out. Not to date this super hard, but like 
Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. It's out. Hope everybody's enjoying it. Yeah. This is probably like the fourth or fifth podcast you'll hear. So what's it? How is it? So I'm coming out next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then who's coming out after that? Uh, Jacob. Who? What album did you guys do? We we just did Sem Paternal. Mm. Yeah. Then it'll be yours again. Oh. So it's gonna be uh, <laughs> not to flex. Da, da, it's it, one week, and then second week is you. Third week is Jacob, and then fourth <laughs> week is you again. I've got a couple just, more like, lined keep up coming too. Back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you're I basically only could just find gonna end up sister. being the co-host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a, somebody's gonna be like that's just sad. all my friends are busy and so. so he just hangs out with his sister like, no, loser. but uh, yeah so this week's album is Wretched and Divided by Blackfell Brides anybody who knows me knows I absolutely love Blackfell Brides and that extends apparently to my sister well yeah that's true this actually bleeds into the first question where I was when I first heard oh it <laughs> dude this, you're taking my gig here go ahead though alright no, answer but, the question um, well, so, I mean, I this was like background music for mm-hmm. me when I was a kid. And I mean, in these past few years, I've gone back and really listened to the music. And I feel like it holds up yeah, really well. well. Yeah, Because I was like listening to it. And I was like, oh, my God, like yeah. this is so good. It is. It's a really fucking good album, man. I uh, I remember like the first time that I heard it. I uh, it's unfortunate, but it was with an ex of mine. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I had like obviously listened to Blackfoot Brides before then a little bit. Like I hadn't gotten super super into them yet, but I thought they were really cool. I liked the makeup. I liked the you know the super kind of. Edgy. At the time, it was set the world on fire. Was the album that was out when I had first heard of them. So it was like you know that Sunset Strip kind of like Motley Crue era type vibe. To was it. that when you went by Andy Six? I think that's or around that the time he started Knives trying to change it. I think like the first album he started trying to change it and then the second album mm. might have been something. I don't remember. I owned all these albums at one point, but they all got stolen. Puss. I fucking know. They got um, stolen? They got stolen, Like yeah. the vinyl or like Well, the no, CD? actually they didn't get stolen. Um, <laughs> what happened? Oh, God. Uh, you remember that car that Josh bought me? Yes. Yeah, all Did, my CDs. Oh were my in god, there. they were in all there. Of them. I had the entire discography for like Slipknot, Black for Brides, Asking Alexandria, Crown the Empire, everything on like CD. In CD. In CD. Oh yep. God. And he sold the car and everything inside of it. So I came wow. home one day and I, I was really it, upset about that. How funny would it be if I gave it to somebody like didn't care and they're like, oh, the fuck yeah, they probably bullshit. threw them away. They probably threw them away or gave them like a fucking value village or something, <laughs> which pisses me off. I fucking I bought those Hastings, damn it. This is the second return of Hastings yeah. in this podcast. Hastings was awesome for those of you who don't know. But anyway. That's going to be a fucking, if I ever make t-shirts, it's just going to be you, the What's That Noise podcast. Hastings, please come back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, No, yeah. So my my ex got this for like Christmas or her birthday or something. I can't remember. And we were like on a road trip. I can't remember where we were going, but it was long enough that I could listen to the entirety of this album. And it was like, you know, when you're like a kid and you're sitting yeah. in your parents' car or something and an album or something is just playing back front to back. And you like that's where it really hit me was just on the road. I was listening to it and I was like, "Damn, this is a really fucking good album. Yeah. This is a good road trip album, yeah. bro. There's a story to it because yeah. it's a concept it's record too. Gorgeous. I was so fucking yeah. I fell in love with it from that moment and uh, honestly became obsessed. Like I'm sure most people who are fans of Black Rose Brides, I think it was their biggest album. And like, I think it was yeah. Because didn't it like get on charts? Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of their albums did, but this one definitely I think was the highest. Like they made a fucking movie. Oh my about God. it like we'll we'll get into all this but yeah so that's this week's album and i'm oh wait i'm getting ahead of myself we have one more question okay what made you pick this album you um <laughs> that's again the second time well, somebody said that <laughs> well also it's probably like my favorite album of all time yeah so i really? mean it's i 
it's just so like beautifully told. Yeah. Like nobody could tell me they hated this album because I'd be like, oh, really? I never got it. I, I used to get a lot of shit for listening to Black Folk Brides and I'd tell them like, just fucking listen to this album, yeah, dude. Like, like it's, there's an, it's like, it's, it's like there's maybe like the most minor moments where you're like, eh, like whatever, this sucks. But like, it's like maybe once in this entire, what, like 19 tracks. I don't album. even feel like there's a moment on that for me. Like knowing the story behind the whole thing, every, it's like, it's like reading a book, like a well-written book, like every piece fits. Especially since it's like, it is like that concept of a story, but it's also like gorgeous songs mm -hmm. that you could apply to whatever really, well really you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So yeah, with those first two questions out of the way and Bailey stealing my thunder, <laughs> let's uh, let's get into the next part of the podcast. Just a quick reminder for those of you who don't remember. I don't know if I do this on every podcast. So if this is just like super sparse and I'm doing this on the fourth one and the first one, but none of the others, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, so now we get into our track by track analysis where we sit down and we go through each song. You know, we we tell what you know our favorite part of the song is what we really enjoy about this song maybe something that doesn't work about any specific song for us personally and then we rate it a uh, hit mid or miss with any you know adjectives uh, a banger hit a reluctant mid <laughs> or a, a, a fucking unfortunate miss whatever it is you know Un unfortunate unfortunate just, miss unfortunately but <laughs> that was not a hit <laughs> so this album starts with a spoken word track and that is exordium, exordium. I really like it. I think it's cool. You know, it's not a very long track. I it's think it's not. what it's, like it's only like a few lines, really. It's yeah, and it's like what a fucking the kingdom of like God a twenty six second you. song or yeah. whatever. It's not even really a song, but track. But it's I cool. I think one, it sets the tone it does. for what's to come. You know what I mean? Especially coming from like the last two Black for Brides albums. Or I guess I feel like this is like it really sets the tone for Blackville Brides. The, this is, and the, that's where they're going because this is super different. Like they've even had spoken word things in the past. Like in their what, first in album, Red We Still Shoes Wounds, yeah. the the Outcasts Call to Arms. Like it's compared from that to this. Like this feels. It's yeah, like, like it's like you're opening a fucking book. You know what I mean? Because like if you like read the lyrics, you're like, holy shit! But then when you listen to it, you're like, oh my fucking god! Like, it's like oh, something's coming. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a very good setup. It was a very good choice to make this first. I, think I do that, like, and I do like because it does perfectly fade into the first I am actual track. That's another thing that we'll get into talking about in this album. The way the tracks fade, fade into oh one another, it's it it really lends to the storytelling aspect yeah, of this. You know what I mean? Because it's like there's no. Like on a regular album, you listen to a song, the song ends, next one starts for yeah. the most part, right? Having most of this album just blend together seamlessly works so well, and it's very obvious within the first track, I Am Bulletproof. You know, Exordium bleeds right into it, so let's let's get right into I Am Bulletproof. Obviously, I think Exordium, it's it's a hit. Like It's, it's, a it's hit. yeah. It, there's, I mean, there's no really, you can't really say it's not. No, because it's it does its job. It just, yeah, it, it yeah. really just introduced you. And now, I Am Bulletproof. This is the first full you know track and it comes out you know very peaceful for about 0.2 seconds and it's fucking i'm, I'm gonna be honest it's probably one of the best songs on. The i agree i think me. it's a good choice again like it just it shows the amount of detail and time and effort i think that went into you know making this album and composing it like i am bulletproof is the perfect first full-length song to it start is, this off with it is a very it's very like hype track and it's mm -hmm. like for the storyline you're like holy shit because it's kind of yep. like what kind of like a battle call? Yeah, like it. It sets up. Oof, pardon me. <laughs> it sets up everything yeah. for what's to come. You know what I mean? Like it's they're setting up who their characters are. You know who the the rest of their I guess 
what would be called what are the the, the, the wild legion, ones? Yeah, like the, the wild ones, of the, the legion of the black. You know, it sets up what they're all about. You know what I mean? It really shows that it's you know this is their them fighting back. Yeah, essentially, like, it's kind of it's such an iconic. Like I'm sure you relate, but like walking to school on a cold day. Oh my god! And this, this way, song comes on, you get some fucking pep. In your you step, like yeah. you walk in, you're you like feel fuck like these, hot shit. Like yeah, yeah, fuck these bitches. Yeah, <laughs> I got this shit going yeah. on. I'm cooler than all of y'all. No, I totally get it. It's um. Yeah, it's perfect. I think there's no, there's no part of this song that lulls to me at all, and it really is a perfect kind of like musically. It, yeah. it really shows how the band has grown and changed on this album compared yeah. to the album's previous. You know what I mean? Because yes. you know you have "Wish This These Wounds," which has its own kind of vibe to it. I would say "Set the World on Fire" really kind of stepped into the shoes of like traditional heavy metal it was, and it was then, like yeah yeah kind of really like stepped up like kind of got you to what you thought black folk brides would sound like yeah but then wretched and divine came out and you're like oh this is yes and this it's is you know sound. the way that he describes it in a lot of the interviews is a rock opera and i feel like this kind of has all that you've got the very dramatic Story. uh everything the post-production going on in the background yeah. you've got you know the typical fucking lead harmony guitars and whatnot that's going on from jinx and um jake jinx and jake pardon me and then, you know, CeCe on the drums doing his thing and Andy comes in and it's very much, it carries that vibe of like what I would consider 80s rock to have, which yeah. is like, you know, super fucking like anthem you know, like, you know, we're in Kinda this like, together yeah, type like, shit. It's definitely like, yeah, one of those like, oh, we're all the weirdos and all the weirdos yeah. are going to stand together. And it's also like, I feel like I could never imagine a more perfect track for this album to open up on. Mm -hmm. It like, especially like in the ending where he's like doing like the guitar solo and then it's like the I am bulletproof, but he's screaming yeah. it. Oh my I God. Know, I know. It's so good. It really is like, and it go like, that's another thing is at the time that this came out, it was such an obvious, like, I don't want to say step up because that implies that they weren't good before. And I fucking love everything yeah, that they've yeah. done. But like, it's it's a very serious like it's obvious that they've put more time and effort into the like the musicianship side yeah. of things you know composing all these songs and working with um the producer they were a uh, john feldman like he from what i've kind of listened to he tends to have that effect on bands you yeah. know he gets very involved as a producer and it, it's just yeah i could sit here and talk about this one song for hours i think it's fucking amazing it you know very perfect do you have favorite lyrics for this Ooh, probably probably just the world's a gun and i've been aiming all my life because yeah. when he says that you're like holy shit and then the chorus yeah. like, oh my god yeah i agree i think uh yeah honestly that one would have to be it or just the, i mean the lyrics and the chorus just really it's get all me every perfect. time you know got something to live for i know that i won't surrender a warrior of youth i'm taking over a shot to the new world order i am bulletproof it's so it's just like in so your face it's the type of music lyrically that i love it's so like i i hesitate to say cocky but it's confident yeah you know it what is. I mean? it's yeah. not like kind of like i feel like when you like talked about like hollywood undead with lee like that kind of like it's not that Cocky, like, like oh yeah, I'm the best. It's kind of just like I'm fucking it's, strong yes, and I'm going I've got to show you that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I would honestly rank the song a fucking smash. Yeah, hit. like hard, hard hit. Yeah, hundred so percent. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. And, and once again, they it, do this. You know, they bleed into the next song. So let's get right into this one as well. New, New Year's, Year's Day. Day. I think this song. I feel like I don't have any complaints about it. I think I, think I listened to this on New Year's Eve to start yeah, a New Year's. Hundred percent. No kidding. <laughs> Honestly, this one used to be my favorite on this really? album for the longest time. Yeah, or at least this album's broken up into two acts. 
or at least it was on the CD. Yeah. It was like, I think Overture either ends the first act or starts the second act. So this was my first or my favorite in the first act. But um, yeah, this song's really good. Um, it's, uh, you know, in context of the story, I believe that it's supposed to be Isn't like Isn't that a when funeral. the chick died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's really kind of the... The like a, driving force behind it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like somebody very important to the wild ones dies at the hands of fear, which we'll talk more about them in a minute. It's an acronym that stands for for every and all religion. And from what I understand, it's it's the you know, it's an old school type of funeral where instead of sadness, it's about celebrating the life of the person. And, and I think like, that comes across yeah, very well. It does. And, and I know. feel like in the ways of like legends never die and like the bridge part. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Like I would agree. You know, this song like. It, it was my favorite. Now, I, I don't know if I would still call it my favorite. It's it still is good. really good. It's a it really is. good song. It's an amazing song. So I can't I can't doubt it. And again, dude, uh, the guitar solo in this song, I oh think, is God, one of my favorites. So you know what I mean? It's right after that, that call Jake out for Legends Jake's Never Die. That? It's Jake. Yeah, Jake's uh, their lead guitarist. Yeah. Um, I believe so. I think they do a lot of kind of what bands like Avenged Sevenfold do as well, where they both are kind of playing during the yeah. solo. They're playing octave guitar parts. So one's lower, one's higher. And yeah, this, this, this song feels great. I, I remember hearing this for the first time when I was a kid and becoming completely infatuated with it. I think <laughs> just because of like, I, I was, I was always the type of person where listening to music, I wanted to like learn the story behind it. And especially finding out that this was a concept record, you know, cause the first time I didn't actually say this, the first time I listened to this album, I didn't know that there was a story, I feel like, but in my yeah. head, I was like, there's like, I was making up my own story to yeah. this, you know? And I go and I. I look up, you know, there's these videos on YouTube of Andy going through, um, Andy's the singer of the band, yeah. for those who don't know, Andy Biersack. Andrew um, Biersack. He goes through and he talks about, you know, kind of track by track, what each song means to him in the real world, and then what it means in context of the story. He does have a commentary version, isn't there? I think so. I think that might is. be what I'm talking about. It's on Spotify. It's okay, like yes. It, you know what? It is those. Yeah. They put those on Spotify. They're yeah. originally just on YouTube. But um, yeah, and I remember just falling in love with the idea of because growing up in a Christian household, um, the idea of a funeral is to like. I guess mourn, there's not much really? celebration. Yeah, there's more that, just you know? like it's always sad. Death is kind of something that doesn't really get talked about, and it was something that honestly terrified me for the longest time. So hearing that there was really kind of another way to look at death, um, meaning like is instead of, you know, this person's gone and that's sad, it's it's to celebrate the life of the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? To celebrate the fact that they were here and with us. Like, I feel like it's more of like, instead of like a sadness, more of like a revenge story. It, like Sort of, yes. I guess we, we definitely get to that later on. I think with this one, though, it's... It's more so about like, you know, we'll we'll handle that. Yeah. But right now it's about making sure that we honor like, the dead. I feel like in the movie, is it just... Just some chick. I don't think I've ever watched the movie. Fully. I think I don't remember. I've watched the movie and I'm trying to remember how it ties in because I know that there's. This is actually the one thing I haven't done a super deep dive on is the movie itself, but yeah. I know there's two stories playing out and it's the one story of the like there's a girl in the real world who's like a Black Brides fan listening to the album, whatever. And she goes through a story where her parents essentially it was kind of it felt it felt this way being honestly being an emo kid around the time that I was and around the time this album came out, there was a lot of persecution. Like, yeah. not like from people, like, not just from people like bullies at school, you yeah. know what I mean, or whatever. But there was like, there was like religious groups that were coming after people. Like, I remember a lot of strife with the Westboro Baptist Church. 
Whoa. that like they would come to like war tours and like people's shows. There's a lot of shit from around this time that kind of carry that message too of just like religious, you know, oppression upon people trying to live their life. And I guess that's kind of the whole overarching theme of yeah, this. So of. maybe that's where it ties in, you know, very religious parents dealing with a daughter who obviously, you know, is emo, whatever. I believe they lock her up in some sort of an institution. I feel like though with this album, it's kind of like, I feel like with all of Black Veil Brides music, it's yeah. kind of, you could listen to it in a religious sense. It's it's all like Andy himself from what like from what I've kind of garnered just watching interviews and listening to his book and stuff. He was raised in the Catholic Church, so a lot of the imagery and stuff comes from that. It's and it's all very dark, the yeah. imagery that's in the Catholic Church, it, which really translates well to this. Yeah, it does. You know? and it kind of like works, especially like growing up in a Christian household mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit, like I, I think like, that was my first draw to these guys was again just looking at things in a different light. Like I was always raised super Christian and like strict christian yeah and then hearing the other side of things almost you know what i mean like loser. seeing things that were inspired by this <laughs> loser well you had more of it since i'm younger oh yeah, so yeah i was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you were the guinea pig you were kind of on the way out yeah. we, we were on the way out of that when you were born but yeah uh to get back to it man yeah i i still really do love this song i don't have any gripes with it at all i think it's fucking like honestly one of my favorites it is still. really good um yeah, there's there's nothing to complain about here. I I would re- re- <laughs> I would rate this a a hit. I think yeah, I would say it's a hit. a hit. Yeah, no no questions there. You know, no special shit. And you know what? Fuck that. I'll give this a thinking outside of the box. Oh, hit shut to fit up. In theme, you shut know what I'm up. saying? <laughs> no, I'm that just was saying. Creative. This is but, good okay. podcasting. Next. Oh, shut up. Yeah, my sister likes to just give me shit about everything that I do. Not giving you shit. Well, yeah. I, if you want to be famous, you do need haters. Oh, and, well, thanks. Um, yeah, and my sister's going to be the biggest one, the loudest one. Yeah, I'm going to. Boo. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. No, so next uh, is the first fear transmission. This is the first time we get to meet the big bad of this album. Which. which oh, my God. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> But yeah, so fear, like I said earlier, it's an acronym that stands for forever in all religion. And to understand this, if you want to understand this further, go listen to the commentary tracks on this album because he, Andy he himself, kinda, obviously yeah. the one who wrote this, does a really great job of kind of bringing you into this. And basically what this group is, is the religious, the religion based oppressors of this world. Yeah. You know, they basically, they make the society terrifying. and they say everybody who doesn't fit our mold stay out yeah. you know what i mean and, and they, they hunt scary. them <laughs> and they kill them yeah they're honestly it's pretty freaky are like, they supposed to look like that or are they like guys in costumes that's well they're that's costumes from what oh, i understand okay. um at least that's i i hope i'm right here i it could be incorrect terrifying but yeah so this is great um again just really great story building it kind of does like give you goosebumps it in the does way, it's like them saying like well you know like within each uprising a fake sense of safety will ignite in you an unseen shadow will slip from doubt and you're like uh Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> like, pardon me. Like it's you almost want to like believe what the it's it's you're so early on in the album that it's like oh shit who's the good guys yeah, here you know or what like I mean? and, or like at some point you're confused or like oh am I listening to fear singing yeah, like yeah, who yeah, am yeah. I listening to here and uh, again you know it's it's great 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 story building I really can't get over how well this was crafted and especially do, on yeah. like 
you know, it takes, there's a lot of bands who do a lot of concept records and it takes them a couple tries to really kind of, or at least some, I'm not going to say all, it takes them a couple to kind of get it right if there's a miss. This was the first time that they did an album like this. And it was like perfect. And it was perfect this in like every way. This like set the curve. They, 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 these people walked so anyone else making yeah, a concept album no would joke. run. Well, to be fair, Welcome to the Black Parade probably did. Okay, but, that's pretty good. But, but like still. This like, album, on. yes, is a is a close second in my book. Um, And this is no exception here. You know, yeah. it's, it's the first time you got to hear the voice of fear and you really kind of, by the end of the track, you get an idea of what we're dealing with in and context even, of the story. Even then you're kind of still like, because when they're like, stay close to fear, when we can practice, I liked how it kind of changes throughout. I mean, yeah. we'll get to that, but in each fear transmission, they kind of it's get like darker getting, and yeah, darker. Like more but like desperate. This, and the first one, you're kind of like almost trusting them because you're like, oh. Because he's very confident in the yeah. way that he's speaking. There's no anger. There's like, there's almost it's, no emotion except for just calm. And there's like that nice like violin that yep. obviously Jinx, Jinx oh does Oh my God. And we're going to talk about him and oh, his. What a, what a queen. He's so really. talented. He yes. off. Awful. I was so like, yes. he's awful. I hate him. <laughs> no, he is. No, I was just oh, like, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, you take that no, back. Jigs is a freaking queen. But no, yeah, this is awesome. I really love this track. And yeah, I think we said everything we can. You know, again, yeah. uh, being that this is just, you know, like a, a voice track, but one that is so, I would say iconic. It is really iconic. It's a fucking hit. You I feel know like, what yeah, I mean? fear yeah. in general is just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I know I hate them, but yeah, <laughs> they I go crazy. Like, dude, I'm getting worried a little bit because every single album I've done, I don't think I've like rated poorly. <laughs> and this one's going to be like a fucking... I'll make you do an MGK album. Oh, God. Because <laughs> okay. you're going to be like, fucking lose. <laughs> yeah, okay. But okay, so Fear Transmission goes, again, perfectly straight into the title track, Wretched and Divine. One of my favorite songs, I gotta say it. I think so too. This uh, is a fucking amazing song. It's it's something that they do so well. You know, like it's I I feel like we've talked about this before, or maybe I talked about it with somebody else, but like giving your fan base an identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we're the wretched and we're the Legion of the Black. We are the wild. Exactly. That's so fucking cool. It's so cool. It it really like to be a fan and have something like that, it draws you in. You know, Slipknot does that with, you know, the they call their fans the maggots. And it just like <laughs> it makes you it like it makes you feel part of something. Yeah. And this it's, song it's does like a that. big group of people that you feel like comfortable to be surrounded with. And then like this track is so iconic saying like oh i am the innocent like i am what could have been like immediately you're like oh my god i am like that's me i'm getting written off <laughs> but i could be great too yeah no i totally get it and yeah man this fucking song and dude. like the bridge oh, oh god stop yeah. it literally just like the we live for broken hearts and like the we live for the ones who don't know they exist stop it oh my god that's so fucking cool yeah well <laughs> you yes, just please. go silent. But, no, sorry, I was uh, once again taking a hit of nicotine. But but anyway, back to the song now. Um, yeah, man, it does a really good job of kind of what I was saying in the beginning of this, or what we were saying. Pardon me. That like it it gives a fan base an identity, and it it yeah for like every like you know religion gender identity you know people like that like size like anybody who it's, feels outcasted. it's all inclusive you yeah, know what i mean yeah for everybody and that really is the concept of this whole album or at least part of the story of this whole album is anybody who's you know oppressed Not, by anything yeah. it could be religious it could be anything like it's giving them a voice and a lot of people trash that uh, I, a lot of people have trashed that since this album came out since i was a kid like you know that it's you know cringy or whatever the fuck else you want to say it is but I think it's really important. I think it's what rock music and metal music is 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 for. You know yeah. what I mean? Is giving a voice 
to the voiceless. Not to be. Yes, <laughs> not I mean, to be cringy. But <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I mean, like it really does give it gives speech to the people who've had it taken away from them for whatever it is. reason. And I feel is. like a lot of people that I've ever like seen online saying it's just like, oh, well, this album's kind of repetitive. But I feel like these songs do it so well that when repetitive. you get repetitive, like when you get because they're like, oh, well, the chorus is the same every time. No shit, it's, it's the hardest fucking chorus I've ever heard. Yeah. I want it to be the entire but even song. So, I would argue with that. I don't feel like it's the same chorus at all. I've heard a lot of trash talk. To, I've actually never heard that one. Before. I've heard. I, well, it's just because I'm in like cringy Reddit, <laughs> like oh, okay, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. And, users, I, and yeah. I'll check, and they're like, yeah, no, I say this that like I'm not a Reddit sucks. user. But yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I don't agree, honestly. I think that this album, I think each song kind of stands on its own because it ha each song is so well-crafted. It's got its own unique message, its own unique part of the story. <clears throat> Pardon me. Goodness, um, good lord. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper. Leave me alone. Yeah, freaking diet. But Nasty. It's zero, thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, yeah, I... I really, really like this song. It's it's obviously, you know, it's the title track for a reason. It really encapture it, it uh, really captures the um the this the the people you're supposed to be rooting for. You know what I mean? And that's you, the listener, in context of the story, you know, or anybody that may be considered an outcast for whatever reason. Or it, a it, loser. This is, this is your like song. You? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I am. You're right. That's what I was I was kinda gonna like I was thinking about like how you like used to listen to this and i feel like it does have such like 2012 to like 2015 energy like whenever i listen to this i feel like i'm you really like with my side <laughs> side swoop and bang straightened with <laughs> shitty oh, eyeliner i mean that's who it was written for so <laughs> no i'm just kidding no it, i feel like this album is so i feel like yeah like road trip music it is such it is. perfect road trip music. it really is or like this song is walking. no exception like that's what i'll i'll be like walking to school like if it's too cold i put on this album because mm -hmm. i'm like then i'm gonna fucking strut yeah. there fighting through my fucking demons right <laughs> yeah. now and that's this cold ass weather yeah but yeah so this song you know i don't know how much more i can say on it i absolutely love it it's the start of you know I think something that this album really, really does do well, and it, it, it gives an identity and is trying to, you know, not coerce or convince you, but to allow you to understand that you can fight back. Yeah. You know, and I think this this song does that well. So I would rate Wretched and Divine as a, a another fucking banger hit. Like, it's, yeah, it's really. so good. It's a perfect title yeah. track for an album. I agree. I 100% agree. And next is... We Don't Belong. We Don't Belong. Now, this song was the first one, actually. You and me have read the book, his book. Yes. This was the, this first, was the first song that made, they yeah right? they wrote. Yeah, um, They were working with somebody else, I believe, and Andy... I can't remember if he heard through the grapevine or something that John Feldman was wanting to work with him. I don't remember. And I know. I, I just remember, like... Yeah, they sat down yeah. and wrote this song, and he was like, oh, shit, like, this is what I want to be doing with the album. So they went <laughs> and fired the other producer, uh, who I've heard is a... Great guy from the book as well. <laughs> but, uh, through the grapevine, I don't know, whatever. Through the grapevine, yeah. yeah. No, but... Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. As Dr. Pepper's hitting different. <laughs> like I am losing all professionalism as time goes on. I am I am so tired today, and yeah. I don't know why. But, yeah, so this song, right? And it's, it's clear to me why hearing this for the first time, you'd be like shit like this like, is what i want to be doing yeah this is it is pretty like a perfect song i guess i don't really know how to 
I feel like this, I, I did remember when I listened to this album, like for the first time uh-huh. a year or two ago again, this is one of the songs I remembered the most. Like it was like, obviously like in the end, duh. Cause I remember you making me watch that music video 40 million times. I remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then like, yeah. I think it was like a weird, it was like nobody's hero lost it all in this song. We're yep. like the only ones I really had the remembrance. of. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's fucking good. It's a good song, man. Yeah. It's another is it it's another you know like, what they did with Wretched battle cry yeah, really yeah, yeah is it what is this in the context of the story i believe this is that's a really tough question because i feel that. like these two songs are more just battle cries i feel like they're like they they go hand in hand you know what i mean like you give them the name and then you give them the reason why and then it's know? like and then it's the other fear transmission because yeah. this is probably the sh- shortest this is just two songs and then and then yeah in between. The next yeah so um yeah, I would say that this song probably has to be it's I feel like it actually might be more him kind of referring to himself in context of the story yeah. here, you know what I mean? But under, you know, talking about himself in a way that's like, you know, let me do what I can to help rally you people and get everybody together to stand up against this force. And you're going to hear us say stuff like that a lot throughout this album, but I think it really just it's convincing. You know what yeah, I mean? It like is. it does a really good job of doing that through this album and this song really does like, prove yeah. that. You know, it's like with lyrics like, uh, you know, we don't belong here. It's the anthem of the underground. So get back up when they push you down. It, we're, it puts you, know, you it, on their side. You're like, okay, I will. I swear. Yeah, I'll get up. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, this song is another battle cry. And I think it does it pretty well. This is one that like I used to really, really, really love more than anything. Maybe and I still like, do like it. Don't get it. me wrong. But this is one that like I tend to. Not tune out, but just like kind uh, of. This song, I feel like it might go low on my list if I were to rank the songs, but it's not because it's bad. No, it's just I think it 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 attests to how good this album is versus anything being. I feel wrong like yeah, like this if this song. song came on, I'm not gonna skip it, but no. I'm kind of just like tuning out as exactly I'm in that way. But I do like I I do want to say like the nostalgia of this song does always hit whenever I hear it start. You know, I remember Whoa. hearing this, and this one was I think the one in particular that really made me feel heard i guess because yeah yeah but like i remember you know when i first really kind of started getting into rock and metal music and trying to you know sing it myself yeah i I was i caught a lot of slack from josh um and well no he was probably like oh my god turn it it off it was it was a lot of religious slack you know so i think that's why this band kind of hit for me the way that it did is because a lot of the initial like pushback did people I was in feeling. school like your age listen to stuff like this honestly a lot of the people my age that were into emo music did not listen were they more to like black my chemical romance well no like they genre? basically they listened to everything except black brides because at the time that this came out and like when i was in high school it was trendy to shit on them. Oh my god! For everything you say pink we say black you say baby <laughs> okay oh, no, we say we're not doing sack. that or not <laughs> Those fucking copy pastas, man. That might have been part of the reason. But yeah, I never really like I felt kind of alone in the fact that I listened to these guys because I swear nobody else really that I was friends with, except for maybe like two or three people ever enjoyed I, these guys. I don't think I've ever met somebody in real life who also listens to them because I like wear the shirts. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, who's that? And yeah. I'm like, what? you just say well i feel like nowadays honestly like more recently i've met more people who are more open to I being think, like 
oh, I love Black Veil Brides or something I feel like, like that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, maybe it's because I'm friends with like a bunch of people who don't listen to that kind of music, but also yeah. people that look like they could listen to that kind of music, they're always like... Oh, you mean MGK fans? Okay, let's, <laughs> let's keep it down. No disrespect. Look, if you can enjoy whatever you like. I just give my sister shit because she gives me shit. So, that's not true. I uh, never give you shit. Bold... <laughs> You're basically caught. Just go back however many minutes you're and listen to her me. trashing you're me. You're gaslighting me. You're no, gaslighting me. No, Damn but like <laughs> people that like listen to emo music in my school, I feel like I've never ever met anyone who listens to like Ice Nine Kills or Blackfold Brides or Asking Alexander. Like I've never like I feel, I feel like, like this is just a product of the times. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's it's not like when I was in high school. And I guess middle school, metal, oh, just dropped my phone, <laughs> ignore that. <laughs> just a big boom. Yeah, but back in the day, at least I think that, you know, metalcore was way more popular and rock music yeah. was way more popular than it is nowadays. I, I feel like we're kind of seeing a comeback with bands blowing up the way that they are nowadays. But anyway, I th yeah, I think that might be a product of the times. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny. You're kind of getting the exact same experience that I am. Yeah, I've definitely, I feel like I have gotten made fun of. Or like having certain shirts or yeah. like I feel like I don't dress certainly like how you did <laughs> skinny jeans and you're I still wear skinny jeans <laughs> you do <laughs> but like I, I you know have my own sense of style yeah. and I do get made fun of for it but it's like it's kind of just like the same old like well well you look weird <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah you dress odd yeah I do yeah. I do do own some black velvet ride shirts and they're the Probably the coolest ones. So yeah. I haven't gotten made fun of for those yet. Yeah. Well, that's good at least. <laughs> yeah, I remember like honestly, even my like own friends would just kind of mock me over listening to this band, which I don't understand. That's like, how yeah. I feel like my friends kinda like know they know that I like listen to like Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bow Brides and I've kind of gained a reputation. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm like, oh, it's the MGK girl. Oh my god. And it's not really I kind of think it's funny because no one really makes fun of me for it. They're just like, Oh, Bailey's cool, but she to MGK and then yeah. like it's kind of like a red flag but yeah. or like Black Velvet Rides like I'll wear it and they'll be like oh that's the one band you like <laughs> the like, one band the, you like that one yeah checks out I kind of got the same treatment like basically there were a few of my friends who didn't really like metalcore or rock at all and they just gave me shit for listening to all of it then there was a few who were just like Oh, why I don't get why you listen to Black Velvet Rides yeah. like, oh, suck my dick like I fucking <laughs> like them that's why what'd you say Sorry about that. We're back. My uh, my lovely fiance decided that she wanted to get our attention randomly. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me for half a second. But yeah, so I guess, you know, we'll, we'll close off. Uh, we don't belong. We were almost fucking 40 minutes in and we're like five songs in. Of a, like a it's 17 track. It's just such track. a hard album. It is. Yeah, like... it, it goes fucking crazy. I love this album. But it's anyway. Insane. We don't belong. Smash hit. Yeah. Can't even really. deny it. There's no there's no complaints really. No, there's not. This is an amazing song and it's a great, you know, it's a great battle cry. Yeah, it is. So yeah. next we have the second fear transmission trust. Now is this now. is pretty much, you know, a, another story setup track. This is kind of, you know, the first time where we start to hear some that, like anger. Yeah, and, like, yeah, fear. like a little frustration or like maybe fear a little fear. fear. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little fear and fear. Like, especially when he's like, You must. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a little uh, aggressive. You know, sir. it's it's showing that they, they fear the oppressed rising up and dethroning them, essentially. And again, I think that this is a perfect fucking transition track. Another really, really good example of storytelling in this album. And yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think this is the first time I ever heard the word chicanery. Chicanery. 
They're not, they're not be fooled by the chicanery in which they lay their claim. I actually don't know what that means. I think, I don't know. I heard it in Better Call Saul uh, The use of trickery to achieve a political, financial, or legal purpose. Well, yeah. Because then when he's like, it is false, you're like, damn, okay. Yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah, yeah. aggressive like, there. Like, damn, are going to calm down <laughs> there a little bit there? Jesus. <laughs> no, I get you. But yeah, I think that, um, sorry, my computer's acting up. We're all good, though. Anyway, yeah, I agree. I think this song is fucking great. Um, and yeah, I don't really think there's too much more to say about it. I Great like, storytelling, yeah. you know. I want to save a little bit of this for you guys to go and listen to yourselves and kind of tell me or, you know, you know, comment down or whatever on the post of this, you know, what you guys think. And yeah, just let me know because mm -hmm. I, I really do enjoy this. I love the storytelling. And yeah, I want to save some of this for you guys. Well, uh, I'm too lazy to cut that out. So that was the sound of my phone going off. Uh, but, you know, perfect. Leads us into the next track. Uh, <laughs> next track Choir. is Devil's Choir. Oh, wait, we didn't rate. Did we? We didn't no, rate we fear. Didn't. Smash. 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 Yeah. No, I just said smash. This is rolling off the fucking rails pretty quick here. I am. But Devil's Choir, really I feel song? like you've told me this song is like not your favorite. It's not. Um, I don't know what it is, but something about this song just has never particularly like. It's still a good song, but it's never like stood out to me as the as the rest of this album it's, does. Which is crazy. That's chicanery. If <laughs> that I've ever heard it <laughs> for a political game. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I feel like this song is just so like I don't know how to describe it. Just like the I'll carry. And you're like, oh my god. It's good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's good. It's just I I don't think I would put this. I don't know if I'd rank it very high if I were to rank this album. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this one, maybe if I had to say it, might be a tiny, tiny bit repetitive in my eyes, but. I think I, if there is one repetitive song on this album, it might be this one. And that's not to knock it. It's still a great song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've, I don't have anything necessarily negative to say about it, but it's just, it's not one of my favorites. No, no, nah, this one's fucking great. I love this song. I yeah. think this one's like a probably just a smash. Or I mean a hit. Why do I keep saying smash? I'm like, smash. This one yeah. is a smash. I'm kind of cool with that. I don't really have too much else that I really want to say about it. Honestly, it's um, it's good. It's fine. It's it's just not one of my favorites. You I know? wouldn't kick her out of bed. I, but I feel like with songs that I don't like, I feel like I need to kind of point out some things that I do enjoy. I do really enjoy the chorus. I do like the chorus. Um, I think it's great. I think it's. One I like of the, the verses as well. I do like. I feel like the lyrics in this song are good like they're lyrically know. i think this song is really well written i don't yes. have any problems with the lyrics in the songs it's just yeah it's just a little too repetitive for me but i do like the chorus i like you know again it's like another you'd imagine like a crew of people being like, like oh okay yeah. <laughs> you know like it's it's very much it does what it needs to do but it just doesn't stand out for me yeah. super high unfortunately i'm but gonna it, go with a reluctant mid yeah. on this a one. A reluctant mid. A reluctant mid, yeah. Okay, you're wrong for that. Reluctant not, hit. Yeah. Reluctant hit but for you? You know, yeah. This is a great song. I feel like I, I was really obsessed with it. Then why are you reluctant? Well, because it's probably the only song on the entire album. I'm like, eh. Just skip. Yeah. Like, sure. but also like I feel like this song, I feel like I don't know why I used to I used to think like if they won an award, this would be like the perfect song to play as they walked up to the stage. Are yeah, you kidding? Like, that's fair. But it does roll us into the next and possibly the best song on this album. Is it fucking Resurrect the it Sun? Is it resurrect is the Resurrect the Sun. sun okay, God damn it, I did it down. again. My volume is down. Look at Oh, It's just you... tripping. Okay. okay. But yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this is my favorite song on this album masterpiece it is an absolute masterpiece it's crazy that on their biggest album like that i could say that a song is underrated 
This song is criminally it is underrated. So crazily underrated. Like I can't believe insane. that this is not one of their biggest fucking songs. This yeah. song front to back is amazing. It is crazy. Like the lyrics, the like the instrument the instrumental, like yeah. the like soft and slow into the fast and then like the slow again. Like You know, it honestly, I don't know why. I don't know why, but this song has always reminded me of a song that could fit in like Lord of the Rings or like it Narnia. is kind of it's kinda got I don't like know that like why. Hobbit Lord of the Rings. Yeah, vibe but to it's it. so fucking good. Like I I remember hearing this for the first time and this was the point in the album I think listening to it the first time where I can honestly say that it like it hit me and I was like, "Oh fuck, like, like this, this is album is amazing." Good. Like holy shit. You know, subsequent listens obviously, even like throughout the years, I started listening to this the year that it came out and yeah. I haven't stopped since and this is still my favorite song. This is it's just like like literally just like the the lyrics, the verses, the chorus like just the chorus of like, I swear I'll never let you die. Like these saints within us can bring this moment back to life. And you're like, oh, this it's is, so good. It's dude. just like, so good. It's he, his performance, Andy's on this just feels so like raw and raw, like, distraught. Like it's very emotional and you can feel it. And this song, like, yeah, I'm going to just keep saying it, man. Like to anybody listening, Obviously, like, please listen to this whole album. You know what I mean? It's one of my favorites, but like, really pay attention to this song it because is, I feel yeah. like this song really stands out to me and obviously yeah, to yeah. you, right? In such a way that, again, it's just, it blows my mind that it is not more popular than it like, is. Like, I'm, how did you think in the end, which is amazing song, it's so, a great but song. they got way more streams than this. I feel like, I feel like I don't really think I've ever checked how many streams this has. Because in the end, it would the bum most. me the fuck out to yeah, check be because like, this song deserves triple the amount. Like, it, yeah, it, it, oh God, it is yeah. just, it's just so like, there's nothing about it that would ever like is considered like even like just boring. No, there's all. not like, a wasted second on this yeah. song, not a wasted breath, note, whatever. This song is perfect exactly the way that it is. Yeah. And I, I cannot stress that enough. The lyrics on this, I remember. This was like what like made me excited to get into lyric writing is if I could sit and write something that was like even half as good as this, I'd be like sick. I'm, I'm, I could do this. But like <laughs> this song, yeah, man, it's so fucking good. The chorus is so catchy. Both of the verses are so like, oh, God, they blow my mind every well, time I listen like, to them. Just like in the story of, you know, the Legion of the Black, the Wild Ones, but also just in like the like. I don't know, like the internal way you could take these lyrics. It's mm -hmm. just so good. That's like, what I love about concept records is there can be a story there, but if you don't know that and you're just listening to it, you, like, there's so much it. detail put into yeah. the fact that there is a story there that even if you don't know it, you're gonna find something to, to put like into apply this song. to yourself exactly. or like something you've gone. That's through. what I've loved about concept records since the very very beginning, and and this song really kind of encapsulates everything I love about them. Is it's it can be so emotional and tell. Like to him personally, right? Yeah. The one writing it, it can tell two different stories within himself. Yes. But you release that into the world, and it's telling a million different stories to every single person that is listening yeah, to it, is or like, not listening yeah. to it, because people need to fucking listen to this yeah. goddamn song, man. I am serious. It's, I love this song yeah. to death. This is my favorite song on this album. It is in my top three favorite Blackfell Bride songs, really, of all time. Yes, hundred and fifty percent. 150%. This song is amazing and it needs some fucking respect put and on its name, damn yeah. it. Like the way this song starts, hearing the echoes 
madness and grows. it's like it's like kind of like different because like you just heard devil's choir of them and like then screaming, this song metal is cry. so chill like, so in the and beginning like starts like it kind of sounds like he's like muffled a little bit yeah. talking he's like you know and he like there's like glitches when he says like i forget there's like little dun, dun, dun. i forget what lyrics exactly but he's like after like teach me to show it goes like dun, 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 like and yeah. then it like says the next lyric and you're like oh my god what's happening yeah. and it's so good it's really good it's it, from an, a standpoint of not only production, but or not only music writing, pardon me, but production. This song has it fucking all. It really does such an amazing job at conveying the message of this song in particular in context of the wider story. I think it's fucking amazing. And I think people need to, as I said before, put some fucking respect <laughs> on the song's name. God damn it. This song is so, it is so, so, so good. So good. I feel like, as, didn't you tell me like Andy has said this is his favorite song? I think he does. I think it's in the commentary track that oh. he says this is also his favorite song. Well, then you need to fucking listen to Play it. it bro. Yeah. Like, play it, bro. Let me see it live <laughs> once, please. Like, oh my goodness, that'd be a dream. I've seen them six times and they've never played really? this song once. I think they played, when I've seen them, the most that I've seen them play is I Am Bulletproof. Um, in the end, in the obviously, end. and that might be it. Yeah. Wretched and Divine, maybe. I feel like I might have seen Wretched and Divine. I saw them on this tour. No, you know what? I think I saw them when they released the deluxe edition. So they played "Let You Down," Revelation, and Victory. or maybe not Revelation. Maybe it was just "Let You Down." I don't know. But anyway, please play the song for the yeah. love of God. Listen Give to this it, song please. the respect it deserves, so we can see this live on a tour someday. I would love that. But like to to end the song, I want to leave it with. Uh, just the lyrics to this chorus and it's i pray for morning i swear i'll never let you die these saints within us can bring this moment back to life and my heart's held high with this battle cry i'll march on on the horizon we will resurrect the sun I'm it's like, so oh good my God, just and like it's, the way he sings it the oh way it's said God, the way it's man. presented and then as soon as like it's all like fast and then it goes right back slower into mm -hmm. the next verse oh and even the end of the song, dude. Yeah. The Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember, yeah, hearing this for the first. I was so stoked because this song is in the movie. Is it really? Yes, it is. I remember being. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I think. God, now I'm saying that to myself. <laughs> I haven't watched Legion of the Black in so long. I'm relatively certain this is in that. I feel like aren't I most of the songs bleeds. in it. I think. No, actually. Really? I, I think there's only a handful, but it's like. I know Lost It All is in there, In the Ends in there. Obviously, I Am Bulletproof. I'm pretty sure Wretched and Divine is in it. Um, Shadows Die, obviously. And then I think Resurrect the Sun. And yeah. But well, this is next. To wrap it up, that, that was, was the end of the first act of the album. Yes. In like when the CD released. So you rated. You pull out. Oh, 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 fuck. Yeah, I forgot, dude. Smash. I, this is probably like. <laughs> My number one hit of this album. Yeah, this this is in the top two. And that's tough because there are a lot of really good songs, especially the deluxe edition has another one of my favorite Black Veil Bride songs of all time. Yeah. But this song is, it cannot be understated how amazing this it song is. It just does is. it for you, really. It really does. It, it Yeah, fucking God, it's this song so is so good. It's so fucking good. good. Yeah, unrelenting goes, hit, man. Yeah, this and then it so goes good. into Overture, which I feel like is, this one to me is also underrated just because I think. It really is. It's so beautiful because it has like the instrumental. I did see this live. You did. I did, yes. So it was the Black Mass tour, I believe, because it was Falling Universe and Blackville Brides uh, Drama Club, I think. I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, I remember, like, you know, they played one song and then Overture starts up oh and Jinx comes out with the violin. And I was like, 
fuck like no, i was wait, so though because i think on the track list that i saw when we went to see trinity of terror it said mm. it was he was supposed to have mm. overture and, just, and i was like oh, and they didn't do they didn't even do cc's guitar solo or drum solo he gets up and he's on the guitar one of my favorite parts because he, he was supposed to do a drum solo. solo but he didn't do it and i was like this is freaking just this this stupid is yeah. yeah no but no i really did uh you know i i agree with you i think this song really is underrated it really showcases jinx's talent uh, it, a lot of the fans of this band tend to specifically talk about andy a but lot jinx i feel like is just so underrated he's so talented how many freaking instruments can they he play? all like, are but like jinx especially man you know andy i think he says it in his book that he's convinced jinx can play every instrument, every instrument yeah. in the world with unmatched style and showmanship and honestly listening to overture i'd fucking agree with yeah, it because he wrote this himself that which is insane and recorded it himself all of it and it's oh my god it's so good and i feel like <sighs> yeah he's so he's, good at what Drinks he does is literally making a movie yeah like he's, he's, he's so making, or the soundtrack to a movie right no he's making a movie oh, he's making a movie he's making a movie oh wow it's like a horror movie or something look at this fucking dude yeah, go man like, yeah but like I was trying to say, everybody talks about Andy, and fair, you know what I mean? The He's dude came up with the concept behind the band, all the lyrics, everything like that. Hang on one sec. I got to pause because my lovely fiance is walking in, so we'll be right back. And we are back again. Sorry, there's a lot of fucking cuts <laughs> in this episode. But, this is uh, so gr- we're such crack. As I was saying, you know, Andy... He's you know, a talented he, he, guy. He's, He's a crazy. dude. He's, He's great. He's got yeah. a, a very amazing imagination and... You know, but I, I really think that the rest of the band members kind of like are underrated. Like they are. Jake and Jinx are amazing. Fucking CC's incredible. Lonnie. I yeah. mean, they're all they're, so they're new bassist. Yeah, he's fucking awesome, too. That's a cool story. I like he's a fan of the band that got to Could join. You the imagine? Band. No, I would. I would lose my fucking mind Just, every goddamn day. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. Uh, so to get back to Jinx, man, like he's so fucking talented and it shows in this song. It's very like um, it takes bits from a few of the songs that we've heard throughout the first act of this album and incorporates them into the track itself that he's written and it's yeah it's like it's the best way i can describe it is like going and seeing a play it is you know what i mean especially because i feel like i really hate listening to instrumentals i feel like i just i never skip i'm more of a lyrical person but this song like i will let it play fully every single time Mm -hmm. no matter what i'm doing like it is so good it makes me want to learn to play the fucking violin yeah like it's, I like sit there and I'm like, doo, 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 yeah, <laughs> y'all couldn't see it, but I was fake yeah. playing the violin. That's what I was thinking. Because whenever I listen to this, I used to play like the cello, so I'm like, I like kind of like getting like a little plucking moment. Like I'm like, oh my god, playing wrong notes. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding. yeah, no, but yeah, this song's amazing. And it, while it is just an instrumental track, I think that this song is a, a standout it is. part of this album. I mean, obviously they've brought back the overture yeah. a couple times. They you have. know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah, it's it's. For a worthy fucking cause this is a great fucking track i hope to see and i think we actually have gotten quite a few more moments of jinx with the violin in subsequent albums yeah i think so and his you know more of his composing side of things with other instruments and it's it's fucking exciting i, I love when he gets to do this in these songs because jinx is it, such a dad he's so iconic yeah, have you ever seen like have you just scrolled through his instagram I'm always like, I, yeah yeah <laughs> he's, he's such, great dude he's like a wholesome old man you're like he really oh, is. stop it. an old man well, not like an old man isn't he like the oldest in the band though i don't know actually probably because he has a kid so does uh nobody else <laughs> i thought somebody <laughs> I like, else had i think cc might have a kid no he might be he might i think his wife or fiance or something is pregnant with his kid well somebody else got a kid then well 
Technically, it's not, <laughs> you know, like, not outside yet. Jinx is just yet. so iconic. Not, uh, not exposed <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the world yet. It's still in there. Uh, it's but, still cooking. Yeah, so Overture, uh, fucking smash, smash hit. hit, man. Yeah, there's nothing more to say. This song is amazing. Go listen to it for yourselves. And it bleeds again. So listen to this next track as well, because I've, I've got Shadows a lot of good things to say. Die. This song is so good. Again, I, this is... When they played it live, it went from Overture into Shadows Die. This and seeing that live is, is so cool. It's so fucking good. This might be my favorite song on the entire album. I agree. In context of the story, we catch back up with the group, the Wild Ones, and they are invading fear. Yeah. And they're attacking them. You know what I mean? This is their siege on the fear organization to, in the music video, I believe they're breaking out some of the Wild Ones that have gotten captured. And I think so, because aren't they be... saying, like, I feel like you, I remember you talking to you about this, and I was like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? <laughs> yeah, that, I was that's like, fair. But I feel like, yeah, this song is so fucking good, because this one, I feel like, like, lyrically, it's just so good. Like, the instrumental in the beginning to, like, bleed into the oh song. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so good. Trojan Horse. Trojan horse. I used to laugh at that so hard because I was like, he'd like the condom. <laughs> oh my God. You were ridiculous. It's so fucking good. But. Yeah. Or like in the fucking fear intermission in the middle, like the round up these oh rebels, these God, deviants. Yes. And he's like yelling and mad. Are you kidding? This is so it's fucking showing good. how unhinged that they've become because. Because he's also saying like, we're going to litter the streets with our bones, like and annihilate yeah. the poisonous and obtuse and ideas, ideas and yeah. the poisoning your children. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good, man. But yeah, this song starts and it's very, you know, it's very reminiscent of the overture. It's very chillaxed, but more guitar driven. And then just bam, everything hits at once. And it's so aggressive. It's in your face. And this whole, like, I think this might be one of, if not the strongest performance yeah. on the album from Andy. Yeah. Well, I won't say strongest because I'm going to save that for Resurrect the Sun. I still will stand yeah. by that. But this is a very close second. This is the... I think this is the most, I don't know if technical is the right word, but most like the most that Andy is doing on this album yeah. is in this song. And I, I really like love it. For this song, I feel like in the religious aspect is where this one really got me the most. Just like the, a church of lies can't tell me what is right. Our little victories and desires won't live on. I was like, oh my God, yep. <laughs> this is really good. But like this song is fucking amazing. This, it really is. It's so good. I love Andy's voice in this song because he's kind of like growling in a way yeah. where he's like, like really it's mad. It's very raspy and very yeah. aggressive. And yeah, I really like it. It's again, it's, it's a good example of, I think on Andy's part this time, just really good storytelling. It's yeah. very obvious that, you know, it's. It's like it's like a wartime song, you know what I mean? They're it going is. in and they're they're fucking people up. But the lyrics in this album or on this song particularly, I feel like cannot be understated even from the beginning. Like tear down the cross, splinters and shards remembered. This Trojan horse <laughs> rode to the land we enter. Shut up. <laughs> we'll burn away and free our fallen brothers from shackles. And the way made. he says shackles, shackles he has like made. shackles. Yeah. It's so fucking of steel good. and bones of soldiers. Like it's so. <laughs> Vivid. Like every time I heard this song, I imagined like this deep down, like this dark jail. I kind of, yeah, I imagine like kind of like a, not like a dungeon, but kind of something almost like a Skyrim of, dungeon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, crazy how much that, yeah, like it really can just put you in a place with just words. You know like, what I mean? I imagine, I feel like whenever I imagined fear, like in this song, it just like feels like they're like in like the like album cover, I feel like they're in like these fields, like talking to everyone like because they're always like, they're like do not disobey and yeah. he's like screaming and you're like oh my god yeah that's another thing is this is where you really do we were talking about it earlier get to see the voice of fear start fucking, to really 
yeah lose his mind yeah. yeah and it's obvious i mean you know they they broke in there was a siege they 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 got what they came for they're going crazy and yeah uh obviously fear doesn't like that it's the same with any you know religious political or whatever group like if if there's a hole poked in their yeah. you know speech or they're whatever the mad. hell they're getting angry and yeah. they they are you know it's it's and not it it's not common know. reason that they're going to fight back with it's anger and fear you know like from this point on whenever you hear fear speak it's kind of like a goosebump like oh my god it really god. is like oh shit they're going to they're going to fuck up you yeah. know the people we're rooting for right now <clears throat> yep it's like what's going to happen oh, no yeah <laughs> no but this song's great um again hard hard smash hard smash hard this smash this one is yeah. amazing i i i I have to agree, man. This is a hard smash hit. There's nothing more to say. This song's amazing. Go listen to it again. And yeah, this song's fucking perfect. Now, next is another spoken word track. It's the second one that we hear from Andy. Which is a band. And this song's really, really good. You know, it really kind of captures what the next two songs, or what this and the next song are about. And that's basically the struggle of the idea of God, right? Like he says in this... um, that God does not exist, I cannot deny. That my whole being cries out for a God, I cannot forget. And it and then, bleeds yeah. right into Days Are Numbered. And that's kind of the the idea behind that whole song is that they, they don't need to hide behind, while they don't need to hide behind it, a God like they, to do yeah. something good with their lives or be a specific way to be good and do good in this world. And they're, they they're s- saying like a lot with only, because like what he said, that's the only thing that is said in this entire it's just mm-hmm. like a very short little they say two sentences and then it's days are numbered it's literally 13 seconds long yeah, yeah but it is like just so much shed with such little little exactly yeah, like, yeah it really you know let it let it be to you whatever you know comes to you when you're listening to this song don't let me just tell you what this is about i'm not even you know the guy who wrote this shit <laughs> but like to me i guess that's what that means is that you know regardless of anything you know whether it be you know if you're in the context of this, like an atheist, right? Yeah. I think that a like, in my opinion, even me, I am hard pressed to say that I don't wish that there was a God out there. You know what yeah. I mean? Something to like look forward to and all the darkness and everything. And I feel like that could be true for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and that's what this, these next two songs mean to me though, is that like, while I wish for that, I don't rely on that. Yeah. And I it's like, kind of like, well, I know it doesn't exist, but my, I'm like, I want it kind yes, of in course, that way yeah. of like, it's, and it's, it's, it's days are numbered the track, which I guess let's get into that real quick. So Abance, Abance it's smash. a hit. I, I think mean, it's, yeah, it, it says everything it needs to say very quick. And then you're like, you just, you get what you need. I feel like this song is like, I feel like I have it in my liked songs. So yeah, like sometimes just I'll just be shuffling it. And I'm You'll like, it? yeah, it's okay. funny. I have that too. And every time one of them comes on, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to skip this. I'm going to listen yeah, to and this. I, yeah. And, all, and then it sucks. Cause I'm expecting the next song to come on. I'm like, Oh wait, never mind. It's a MGK song playing. Yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. And okay. So days are numbered, man. This is one of, again, another one of my favorites and super fucking underrated. This one is criminally underrated. Like, like I don't think I've ever ever seen anyone talk about this. Which blows my fucking mind, especially because it's got a feature on it of Burt McCracken from The Used, which is insane. Yeah, but- another gigantic band. I believe John Feldman worked with him a bunch. I wonder if that's you know how they got him on. But this song's really really good. It's really it is. really also good. fucking. I've also always been confused though. Who is he supposed? I don't know if he's really supposed to be anybody except just for just like, another one of the wild ones. You know what I mean? Because also, like in his like little, because you can hear him in the background a little bit mm-hmm. when he's like in the second verse. He does some like, of the harmonies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like says like you know like these steps we take to be fearless are yours, life is yours. And the way he says it, you're like, oh my god, like it, he's he goes a, crazy. It's a really interesting delivery, honestly. Too, I remember the first like time dragging, I heard it, dragging out the last syllable yeah, like with yours. a really strange vibrato that I yeah. really did enjoy. I don't, 
I don't really listen to the use, so I don't know if that's something that he does normally or not. But the way that his performance on this stands out for me, and I feel like this song as a whole stands out for me because I feel like this song is kind of one of a kind in context. It of this. is, like, and there's especially not... like yeah, like Burt McCracken, like in when he ends his um, like when he says "Life, Life is, yours, is Yours," he kind of like sounds like he's backing away from the mic and he's kind of like getting farther and yeah. farther, and it's like because he's like shaking his voice, ambience, and he's like ah, yeah. and yeah, he's yeah. like you're like okay, um, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, yeah. but this song's Andy. awesome. I think my favorite part of this song honestly and that's saying something because how good this chorus is yeah. is the verses specifically yeah. the second verse man worships the gospel that, oh, oh my, my god. god i love it i think bro. it's also so good because the harmonies from burt mccracken and it's like he's it really like, brings in a whole new layer because he kind of i don't know how to describe it. he kind of feels like he's pulling out like kind of mm -hmm. like stretching out the words he's saying mm -hmm. in the background so you're like kind of really getting the point that they're trying to drive across yeah and it just sounds so fucking good in the second verse like i agree it can't be understated how good this song is man you know I think, oh my God, yeah, fucking, it's so good, dude. Like, even, I get so excited hearing the first verse, no, the uh, before your life is over, know this to be true, all the hate we hold inside still won't save your youth. It feels so just rebellious. I get, and yeah, so, and even the fucking, just the wow in the beginning, the wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh my God, keep going, keep, keep going. Keep going, please, yeah, yeah, don't stop. <laughs> but, uh. This yeah. song is like perfect. It's it really is, man. Again, a super underrated track. Please, guys, anybody that's listening, go give this a listen. It's it's so good, man. And yeah, it cannot be understated, man. If 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 you've maybe gave given Black Fur Brides a chance in the past and you didn't really rock with it, try it again. Listen to this album and you know, just give it another shot. I think that you'll find that I feel like this it's album hard is to a lot better than like, people. Yeah. Well, some people, I shouldn't say this again, was one of their most successful albums. <laughs> that you know. Some people just didn't give too much of a chance to, but this album stands out for a reason, and it, it was their biggest for a reason. I think that this song is uh, one that deserves to be in the spotlight of this album. It does. Yeah, this song's fucking great. It's great, man. Yeah, don't, don't, don't underestimate it. For Hard the love hit. of fucking God, put some respect on this one's <laughs> one too, please. This song's so fucking good. This is a fucking good song, and then. This yeah, is so hit. Yeah, hard hit. Obviously, Incredibly a fucking hard hit. This is an obvious hit to me. Yes. It's so good. It's so like individual. Yeah. On this, it's like it kind of doesn't really have the same vibe as any of the other. No, songs. and that's good. It's so fresh. It's like it almost feels like the. It kind of um, feels like a ref like a, a refresher. Yeah, like kind of like okay, we're like getting into new shit, and then you have it believe. I wonder the next if that's song. kind of in context of like where Shadows Die is on the album. Like they just you know they fought back and they won. I wonder if Days Remembered is supposed to be like the yay, yeah, like the we did it. Yeah, yeah, kind of track on the album. I've never thought about that, but it would make perfect sense. Well, it is a hit. Now the next one, dude. Uh, Done for you. Oh my God, this is one of my favorite songs too. I know you don't really like it. I but feel like I do. It's just like, it's the slowest and kind of like short. And But I feel like the lyrics are amazing. And I did like really listen to it because I remember you told me, you're like, well, he's filming this like outside. Like you can hear outside. Yep. And I was like, okay. And I listened so, to it and I was like, oh. Like, this is fucking great. There like, was a version of the album. They like It was like a deluxe and then like an ultimate edition or something like that. And yeah. it came with a DVD of the making of this album. Really? Do you yes. have it? No. One of my exes stole it. <laughs> which, speaking Why is of which, everything stolen? I don't know. I'm going to fucking sue, though, because I can't find that thing anywhere. But, Same with the vinyl. This thing is hard to find. Yeah, I know. But like, so yeah, I remember watching it and yeah, like I always heard it and I was like, it sounds like he's just straight up recording outside. A lot of the noises that you're hearing in the background, like the, the, the crickets or whatever yeah. the hell, that's They're just real. him recording. Cause and you're listening to him sitting there. He's got the headphones on. You yeah. don't hear anything. You know, he lights the cigarette. That's what you hear in the beginning of this yeah, track, right? Like he lights lighter. the cigarette. He smokes and it's just him outside doing that. I love that because it really like, again, it's, 
life imitating art, right? Like he's out there by himself recording this song. In context of the album, it's almost like you can picture Andy's character, who is the uh, what the is prophet. He? The prophet, I, think. I believe so. Let me. Let I me... forget what they're all called. The poet, the... isn't that like? I, th- I feel like because Lonnie was just given a name, wasn't he, in the Born Again music video? Hang on, wretched and divine. This is good podcasting. Oh, shut up, really. Don't make Here, fun I'll of me. talk about it while you Google. The fucking lyric of like the words they don't know how to make amends, all they do is push you to the edge, goes so insane. But I feel like this song, oh, it's just so fucking... Are you finding it? Trying. <laughs> Keep talking. You got it. Okay. Um, okay, well, so it starts off lighter. And you're like, holy shit, this is great. Well, I feel like it's just so slow. I feel like that's the only reason I don't like it. But I do, I do like it. It's just, I think it's perfect in the context because it leads into nobody's hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's. I couldn't find the name, so I know for a fact Andy was the prophet. So he's supposed to be kind of this like, the leader essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's seeing a vulnerable moment in context of the story of this guy who is leading all of these people into literally war. Like, and it, yeah, you know, and it does make sense with obviously the next song because both of them are him kind of doubting himself of course, in a way. Yeah, like, you know, like. It's it's the fear of not being enough. And I think that's kind of what this is. You know, Done For You itself is literally a song about him saying he's doing all that he does for the people around him, for the loved yeah. ones, you know, like the wild ones, rather, and the people that he loves. He's fighting for them. He's doing all this. But then in the next, or I guess, yeah, so... To I've end done this, for you. I feel like for me, it's just a reluctant hit. Let me let me go over my favorite lyric really quick here. I got to get back to my notes. I apologize, people. You're just like searching um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, words they don't know how to I make. I just amends. said that. Did you really? Yes, that's the best lyric. Probably. I agree. Like in the entire album, that lyric probably goes really high for me. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, it's the words they don't know how to make amends, and all they do is push you to the edge. They're but fucking it's good. not wasted. It's all done for you. It's it's good. Again, you know, this is a. I would consider this more of a storytelling track. It you is. know what I'm saying? Because he's kind of like talking to himself, but he's like saying what he feels about who like his entire group he's fighting with yeah. and fighting for like i put this more in the context of something like exordium or the fear transmissions or abeyance yeah it's kind of like it has that same energy but it's it has like more music intermission and kind yeah. of deal yeah i see what you mean i agree with you so yeah this one's is, a hit it for is me pretty short there's not a lot of lyrics no but you know still does its job i'd say it's a hit for me it's a hit yep. and then it bleeds into nobody's hero nobody's hero and i i feel like you've told me you don't really like this song it's i don't not like the song i do like the song it kind of suffers you are wild for that this song is it's really good it's like i said i don't not like it i do like it a lot i just like there's again it, it, it suffers in the comparison light of how good this album is is that certain songs just kind of fall short for me because but just like but just literally just the lyric i'm a loaded gun um, an only son, but I'm nobody's hero. That goes so. It does. Incredible. Literally, just the line, but I'm nobody's hero. Like, kind of just like the I'm this, I'm this, but I'm not gonna be this because like, yeah. I'm not this. Or like, I that's- can't be. Yeah. And that's again, it, I it, from the storytelling aspect and the lyric writing aspect, I really do appreciate the song for what it is. Especially, you know, I don't want to say just that as a whole. I do appreciate this song for what it is. It's just like, it's not a skip. It's right, not. it's not a miss. It's not a mid. It's I still like, a hit. I feel like I usually categorize this song with Devil's Choir. I don't know why. I, feel like these I two agree. Give I agree. The same energy. They do give off the same completely different styles of songs, but like very. But they similar. do give off the same energy, and I wonder if that's kind of what it is. Is it just like maybe it's because I know kind of what's coming next or yeah. what's come before it that I'm just like, 
This is a good song. I'm going like, to listen to it. Like, I can lead you to salvation, yet I am just a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. This song is fucking it is. amazing. Again, I really appreciate the storytelling inside of this song alone, just because it's it's something we don't get to see a lot in movies. You know what I mean? You, you get the hero, but the hero doesn't really have a whole lot of vulnerable moments. And, and in context of this, Andy oh. being the hero of this story, or the prophet rather and being a hero. Like, it's kind of hearing like his doubts, his like insecurities exactly. about leading. Because like, in the beginning, obviously, and I am bulletproof, like we talked about, he's like confident, I this, like yeah. I got this, and then you see him kind of fall. Like it's like watching like a superhero movie or something like that, and you're watching this hero take this beating and fall down. And I believe in context of this, it is because of like in context of the story, I believe that this happens because they lose somebody. I think fear I think, comes back. I think I remember that. I too. think that's when the girl is supposed to have died. Oh. Because I think somebody else dies, and then I think that. At this point, you know, more people have been lost. And I think yeah. that's kind of where his doubt starts to play in is like, am I doing the right thing? You know what I mean? Am, yeah. I, am I really saving anybody? Because you're losing a lot of men. Dying. Yeah. Oh, like Apples and Boots? <laughs> nah, he's like, you're, you're losing, losing a lot, a lot of, of men. I don't really care about the men <laughs> right now. <laughs> I fucking love John Mulaney. But back to this. And I think that's, it's really good. It's good to see. Again, man, it just goes to show how good the storytelling of this fucking album is. And I feel like the bridge to like this martyr's cross gets too heavy to exist and we feel the loss of the lives I left to risk kind of like really is like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like you can really feel his insecurity and like scaredness, I guess, really play out into that line. I agree. Now, hey, I would what? Rate it. I, I am. That's what I was saying is now, like I was saying earlier, it's not a miss. It's not a mid. It's still a hit. Hard hit. I'll go with you hard on this. Hat I'll hit. go with you. It's a hard hat hit. Okay? okay. We'll go with that. Nobody's <laughs> hero. Hard next. hat hit. Now, next is one of the songs that I feel like is the best. I, I swear know. to God, I'm going to say. Resurrect the Sun. Resurrect the Sun is the best. Yeah, I will but stand by that. But Lost It All is an amazing song. Don't get me the wrong. Fucking, okay, wait. The, the vocal in like when he starts saying, like, I believe that we can all fall down, it reminds me of the, is it bigger than the whole sky or whatever? Then, wait, what's the song by Pink Floyd? With the vocal in the beginning, do you know what I'm talking about? I do, but I don't know the name of the song. I'm I, I'm not a huge Pink Floyd me fan, neither, so but I've me. never really listened to them. But it kind of reminds me of that because it's like a gorgeous, gorgeous vocal, mm-hmm. kind of really different than anything you've this, ever heard because it's a female vocal. Now I that you're hearing, I think this was a very important song. It is because what is happening in the context? I feel like did they in the lose? context of this song? This is like him coming to terms with the fact that, like, in order to, I think you know, like. Obviously, like he says, I believe that we all fall down sometimes. And he says it in the commentary track, but the whole idea behind this song is that that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to, it's just like, literally it's just, you know, one day or it's just one incident, whatever it is. And I, I believe that that is very important, not only in context of the story, but I believe it was a, a very important song just to have out because a lot of music in this scene, and I'm not dogging on it. I enjoy it. Everybody does. That's, you know, I'm part of the scene it's very sad yeah and very hopeless yeah you know what i mean and i feel like the one thing at least that's helped me personally about my mental health and my you know my whatever the issues that i may have are is that like you feel so alone you do and it feels so hopeless so like as a kid you know what i mean like when i was like 14 15 when this came out yeah to hear somebody that i looked up to talking about like kind of like them feeling the same with. way and that it's okay. You know, we yeah. all fall down sometimes. I feel like that's, that's how I felt. Cause like when I was talking about like, like on the NF album, like mm-hmm. I was like, that was, I listened to him kind of before I really got back into black Bell brides. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is so crazy. He's describing exactly how I feel. And then you're listening to this album and I'm not expecting much like feelings wise. Cause I'm like, this is a story album. Like I know that, but then like they'll hear like lost it all and resurrect the sun. Like 
nobody's here stuff like that and, and you're like holy deep, shit man. yeah, yeah like, it's good like i this is another one of my favorites on this album i can't deny it for a while you know i have this fucking tendency to like if, it, if a song is popular i'm like mm, i don't listen to it <laughs> whatever this song breaks through that for me this it song is, is so amazing front to back it's really good um i think the vocal i feel like the vocal is just like the best the female vocal in the end because juliet of, sims yeah yeah is that juliet yeah, it's juliet yeah oh my god yeah she she's in the movie too she's like painted up as one of the I feel like that ones. makes sense i feel like i never realized how crazy talented she was until i listened to the when we were young cover they did oh my god yeah or when we saw them live she yeah was she was crazy amazing like, i was like live. holy shit she like, was so good i remember like walking in and like just kind of not like not looking forward to it but just like um, being yeah. so excited for the rest of the bands that i was like all right you know here's the opener and she came out and i was like holy fuck like, like she has a very powerful she, voice very powerful and she's very talented like yeah, the way that they all came out and killed that night was fucking amazing. It was crazy. So yeah, Lilith yeah. Cesar, I believe, is what she's going yeah. by now. And yeah, amazing, man. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But back to it. Andy's vocal performance on this, too. Like, the beginning. It's kind of, it also starts, song, like, Resurrect the Sun and, it, like, the slower. Very and then it goes broken, more upbeat, it feels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, in context of the story, feels very broken and beaten down. And throughout the entirety of the song, I feel like he's slowly coming to terms with it yeah because even accepting like it. the first chorus he's still kind of like going down but then he gets to the second verse and he's kind of upbeat then to the second chorus and he's way louder yeah and then it cuts to is it an instrumental between that and then the mm-hmm. okay yeah that i think that honestly it's like it's like the five stages of grief you it know what is. I mean? it's yeah, so like, like yeah and it it moves you through all of them and it makes you feel so many different emotions and even like as a sad song you listen to this fully through you kind of lift yourself up by the end because you're like holy sh-. like yeah i i fall down too mm-hmm. like it's me too yep i agree and yeah this song i it can't be understated and i'm i'm not trying to kind of i feel like i'm just kind of skimping past a lot of the details of these songs i'm not trying to i just i want people to, to go to and it. listen to it and kind of feel really the way that they want it, to yeah. feel because that's my favorite part about music especially songs like this is is Feeling whatever it makes you feel. You, I think that that's it. invaluable in this world. So being able to sit down and really kind of focus on the way a song is making you feel yeah. is really important, at least to me. And I, I want people to have that experience, too. So please go listen to, you know, as I've said a few times, listen to this album and really, you know, kind of pay this attention to it. did come out on New Year's Day, the Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smart. <But> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. I can't, I can't deny it. This song is fucking perfect the way it is. That really it is. Fucking good. And it leads into... Oh, the best fear transmission on this entire, the best spoken word, like literally. The performance on that is so great. But It's the longest one too. Yes. Before we get to that, I I can't deny the greatness of this song. I would have to rate it. Hard hit. Like. Hard hat hit. More than that. More (laughs) than that, bro. This is like a fucking impossible hit for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this and Resurrect the Sun go hand in hand for me on this album. This song is it's impossible to deny how like, how good the message of the song is, how good the composition, the performance, the lyrics, everything. The song is perfect. Yeah, it is. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing like that I would change. It's so perfectly made and produced. It's mm-hmm. just there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. Um, so next we hit the Fear Transmission 3. I guess we should give the names of these transmissions the first one, one, uh, well, was one stay was, close and then trust was number yep. two and this one is as war fades and, and this, this is the most every time i listen to this i get goosebumps it, i get it's crazy the way like because this also fades very perfectly into the next song but also like the entire time it's very there's a lot of violin from jinx mm-hmm. in the background and like 
it gets really like because he's like yelling at this point he's like screaming because he's like well sort of actually well, i would consider like, this more is their last ditch effort it's their battle yeah, cry because also rallying like, call. The, like in the end like we'll finish in blood and yeah. he's oh, like he kind of like growls it in a way he's like in in blood. Blood. yeah it's yeah so i fucking, fucking love it dude it's so good but like but yeah. he also it sounds like he's trying to like compose himself a bit more because he's like we are not interested in the body he's kind of like lost. He's, he's, he's leading you through yeah, yeah he's not he's kind of like coming back from like the you know fear like uh, and like growling being mad he's kind of like calming himself down but then he gets more and more up i feel like i don't know what the word is like I just like more agitated, I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. as it keeps going on. I agree. And like greedy in the way that he wants to like, you know, kill obviously God, the yeah. wild ones. This like from, I'm telling you from this point that I'm, I'm going to read a section of the lyrics here to the end. And it, it gives me goosebumps every time. But as war fades into the distant memories of enlightened pigs in open wounds, the rebels will begin to perish one by one. They should like feel ugh. the fear of dying young and not ignore the chance to scream, lie awake at night in terror, admitting fear will return to glory. And the story of rebels who set out to conquer will finish in blood. And, and it's it, kind of like, Oh my oh God. Cause my you can hear God. there's growling. There's like, it's, when he says we'll finish, he takes like, he goes like we'll in, in blood. blood. And it's like, yeah, Oh my so God. Good, it, gives bro. Me, it literally makes me, it gives me chills every oh single time. God, no, I, I, I could listen to this without listening to in the end. And I'm still like, Oh my God. I know God. it's, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just yeah. talking about it, dude. It's so good. It's so fucking good, man. And it's like, it's this confrontation that we've been waiting for through this entire album. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's been these sneaky little attacks left and, and right. And there's like, you can obviously tell they're getting mad, but they're not really like being like, they're not saying too much. And then you get to this and they're like, they're going all out. Yeah. They're it's like, all out. this is the final battle and we are going to win. Exactly. Like, so this song, obvious smash, smash hit. There's oh no need goodness. to argue that. And it blends perfectly into the, the one song that yeah. like every Blackville Brides fan from this album, hundred and fifty percent knows. Even people Even who like, don't know Blackville Brides have know heard this, this song. Like it is so in the in end. the end. And this song is amazing. Again, there's a reason why this is one of their biggest songs, and I think again it comes from the story behind Andy writing this song. Right, yeah. it's about his grandfather who had passed away that Andy looked up to a lot as a kid. Uh, for any like more detail on this, listen to him talk about it or look up his um his book. He talks about it in detail in his book and. It's about when he was a kid, his, his grandfather telling him the stories of, you know, his life, right? Yeah. And him wanting to pass that message on so that you're not forgotten. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, this, oh my God, in the same way that I am bulletproof, because this is the last song on the original release, yeah. right? And this is like the final, this is the final battle in a song. In the same way that I am bulletproof has that, like that confidence and that, not cockiness, but like, bravado of yeah. like you know this is we've got this type of mentality in the end has that same but almost more i don't want to say unhinged but almost like more fearless yeah like kind of like okay well this is like i've gone through all these feelings of like feeling like i'm not enough feeling that like i can't do this but like now now i can like now exactly. i know that i can and there's nothing holding him back like, you know just like like the fucking like and i have fought and with flesh and blood i commanded an army through it all i have given my heart for a moment of glory oh, i gave it all yeah and then, oh yeah, my it's god so good, dude it's so good yeah there's like i i go into phases where i'm not the biggest like sorry where i'm not like listening to this song or like i don't hear it but then like when i when i'm listening to this album front to back and this song comes on it's it gets it's, me every time. It, it gets get, me goosebumps yes. the entire song. It's like, emotional, man. It's, it's so good. The guitar solos, so fucking oh good. God, like, yes. amazing. And, like, in the very last chorus when he says, like, 
who, who will remember this, this last, last goodbye. goodbye. And he like screaming, but it's not like actually like screamo. He's just mm-hmm. like yelling, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, this is. It really is, dude. Just so fucking good of a song. It's like a perfect I, way to end this. It really is. Like, it's, this, you know, if you battle. listen to it, if you've heard the song, I'm sure anybody who's you know listening to this that has heard of the band Blackboard Brides has heard of this song, but. Especially listening to it in the context of this album, this is, it's like, it's so triumphant an end to this album. It is. I feel like with all the other songs, you can listen to them by themselves and they will still go as hard. But with this, listening to it with the fear transmission, Mm -hmm. it is so, it is so good. I wish that I would have once been able to see this song with the fear transmission. We have seen the song. We've seen the song. Yeah. Not with the fear transmission. But yeah, this song is so good. I don't feel like there's anything more that I need to say. Anybody that knows this band knows this song, and it's it's one of their. I feel like a lot of people who don't even know Black Fulbright, like this is a very popular. Just exactly. Rock I I'm song. actually I'm gonna check their fucking Spotify right now. I wonder if this is still the number one on there. I feel like I think it's it the totally most, is. Yeah, but it yep. almost and what, it makes sense. It makes sense million? as to why it's their number one song still. Like it's it's, it's an amazing so song. Good. It's an amazing song. This is again an undeniable hit. There's no yes. there's no questioning it. And then you know. With with this last battle, I'm sure you're wondering, you know, gripping the edge of your seat, feel? going, Brendan, what happened? Did they win? Did they lose? And uh, fear lost. So they fuck did. those guys. And they this lost. This is um, a great. This is them. This being will super be their like, final transmission. Yeah, they're very <laughs> distraught. They're very quiet, kind of sad. It's broken down. They've been defeated. Yeah, They've got and, nothing left. Yeah, and then they say at the end, which is also kind of like, whoa. It kind of it kind of makes sense oh that there God. is a part two that yes. you cannot yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah, it fear. Yeah. And they say that, and it kind of like echoes they like fear and then it like ends yeah and then yeah, they, yeah, yeah but then like obviously the ultimate edition you get into like pretty much their like party of like yeah. we got it guys we yes. won but yeah so this this is great you know it's a great ending to the original album but we've got three more songs to look into so i'm gonna give this one really quickly because um, we were running so high on time this is a fucking smash undeniable now Right after this, on the deluxe edition of this album, or the ultimate edition, pardon we me, get of this Revelation. album. Revelation. Revelation. Now, this song and the rest of these songs are criminally underrated to me, but we're just going to kind of rush through them because okay. we are absolutely running out of time. Re- Revelation, I think the music video is really, really cool and the lyric video for it, whatever it is. But um, this one? It's, it's so like, again, it's got that same vibe as Days Are Numbered, yeah. where it's like, you know, they've won and they've it's, it's a happy I feel fucking, like, yeah, these kind of songs just remind me of like a you win so now it's like kind of like a party like mm-hmm. oh, like they can won. celebrate like, because they've won their freedom yeah or so it's kind it of just like three songs of kind of like i agree you know. i think you know revelation um yeah i feel like it fits perfectly in the context of this album and i feel like it's a good it's it's a cool ending like you know you get in the original ending the kind of like the broken just down like, fear and kind of like ending a, it and that's a cliffhanger it. in a way like and oh. revelation you get to see what happens after the fight, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, which is just pretty much, at that point, mm-hmm. celebration. It doesn't really, you don't really get any hit to veil in this no, album no, no, at no, all. No, 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 And Victory Call, I feel like, or I guess before we get too far, it is Revelation a is a hit. It's a big hit yes. for me. I can't deny it. I wish that they would play it live so I could see it. But oh next is Victory Call. This one I enjoy just a teeny bit less I think Revelation. this song, if I had to choose on like everything on the Ultimate Edition, probably my least favorite. Really? Not because it's like bad. Yeah. It's just that like if this were to come on as opposed to any other song, mm. I'd probably skip it. But yeah, it's that's just... fair. That's fair. I uh, I do still like this one. Uh, it's definitely not my least favorite of all the bonus tracks. I think that this one is. Pr- I think it goes in order for me. Revelations the top, and Victory Calls right in the middle. It's like it's good. It's great. It's uh, you know, it's another kind of hype up track. It's literally saying, you know, this is our victory call. Yeah. We've won. We're going home. You know, we've 
And like, just like the lonely among the dust and fog, hungry for what the scriptures taught. Like, it is really good lyrically yeah. and shit like that. But it is. And that's another thing that I want to say. These three songs are all very interesting and very good lyrically. They are. Yeah. Um, My favorite uh, lyrics in this one, though, are, hang on, where is it? He's like searching. Yeah, I'm frantic. On. There we go. Uh, warning, uh, missing another life that's lost, warning to all the paths we've crossed, freeing ourselves from what they sold us, starting to know the world we fought. That it's is, like, yeah. that's cool. It really opens up a new, I wish that we would have explored this a little bit more, maybe yeah. in the sequel, you know what I mean? Or But like, like the world seeing after. the world after and like understanding that maybe some of those people that were living in fear, you know what I mean? It, with fear, yeah. you know what I mean? Understanding their side yeah. of things a little bit. I feel like that's got to be part of it. I feel like it. I wish that is how Vale would have started. Mm -hmm. Kind of just like everybody. Maybe, yeah. And then like the big twist in the middle is that yeah. fear's back or something yeah, like, like that. But I mean, you can't blame them. They were about to break up. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, that but one's then, really good. Now my least favorite comes next. So really? let's get through. This yes, probably is my call. favorite out of the it's not, the it's, ultimate. it's not a bad song, but we'll get to that. So, Victory Call, I really love this song. I would just put it as a hit. Just a straight-up hit. Think that's, it's good. Yeah, that's good. It's great. Um, Let You Down. Now, the only reason that I'm... Like, it's not because it's a bad song. It's a great song. It's an amazing Black Veil Bride song. I just don't understand where this fits in the story. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it is kind of like... Weirdly, it feels like a one-off. Really sad. Yeah, weirdly, but like, like also won, like... Babes. Let's, I, I let's feel celebrate. like it had more to do with other stuff than yeah. it did with the Definitely story of the album. internal, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I, that's not a bad thing. You know, again, your band, do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Far be it for me to tell you how to live your life and do Especially your shit. Especially since but you're the biggest fan that's, of them. That's why... I don't enjoy it as much as it feels like victory call could have been like the ending of the story almost. Yeah. I feel like let you down could have been placed maybe first. I don't know. Like, maybe. Yeah. Or like, like I don't I know. Like, like why are we going? Maybe to, like, we could have put happy. that in the album before done for you yeah, or, or something. Like something or maybe even put it in veil. I don't mm -hmm. know. Like yeah. something. It, it just doesn't feel like it belongs. It's a really good song. It is. Yeah. It just doesn't it, feel like it belongs. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't feel like it's supposed that. to be there. It, it doesn't belong here. It doesn't be belong here. <laughs> it don't belong. But I feel like it is really good. Like lyrically. Like. Yeah. Oh, just the way it starts. Like after the blood, after the tears have fallen down the rain, a loaded gunshot through the years and heaven was to blame. Yeah. Like, I'll take on all your shadow dreams. dreams. It's good. It's a great song. It's catchy. It's awesome. I love the chorus. I've actually seen this one live because they were playing this for the longest time. Really? Yes. Weirdly enough, after when, the Ultimate Edition tour? came out, it was the 2013 tour, I believe, maybe 2014. I don't remember. I saw them on tour with Bullet for My Valentine, and I believe this was the song that they did like in the middle or close to the end of the set. But yeah, and yeah, it was oh, good. It was cool. Lucky. It was cool to see that song live because I was really obsessed with I feel bonus like that's tracks. what I when I saw them when we saw them in the Trinity of Terror, I didn't really know a lot of the songs because I hadn't listened to them in mm -hmm. like forever. And then I was like, fuck. Like did what they a Rebel Love song? No, they did Fallen Angels. That's so weird. I've never seen them once where they have not played Rebel Love Song. Really? Yeah. Well they, they didn't they did well because I think one of the like surprise songs was Rebel uh, Fallen Angels. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, and this is for anybody who's been with us. And I was like, I know this one. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I but yeah, they're uh, this album fuck man like it's it's, perfect. it's a beast of an album and it is perfect you know regardless of if I, there were songs that i didn't rate as high it doesn't take away from the experience I, of there listening isn't to this one album. really miss i talked this about song. this with jacob but there are albums that are like so highly rated that i feel like drop off i i, I call it the semp eternal complex because okay. it happens with semp eternal <laughs> where like the last couple songs 
just like drop off and, and like it yeah. doesn't it's not enjoyable it kind of feels like in a way like stretching it out you're like, uh-huh. okay it's like when like a you tv show is, ha- it's like when something. a tv show has like a few other seasons mm-hmm. with plot that you don't need to see it doesn't exactly. really matter exactly and this album does not have that moment for no, me regardless doesn't. of whatever song i you know whatever regardless, i said like, was, i don't care about like let you i don't really care i feel like all the songs are great and i would listen to this fully all the time but all the fucking time but, exactly this might I might, I am. I'm going to rate this my first ten out of ten on this, this is channel a 10 out of 10. because this uh, this album is perfect and so highly regarded within the fan base and just people who know this band for a reason. It's this, fucking amazing. The storytelling on this album is unmatched. I believe that a lot of the, if not every single song on this album, stands out in its own way. They're all unique. They're all like, unique. Even, in like their maybe own like way. nobody's hero and like. Devil's Choir are kind of similar, but they both have their, their own, own vibe. Sound it's it's the vibe yeah. that's similar more than it is the songwriting or the structure, yeah, right? Like, no matter what, all these songs are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing really wrong with any Not of them. Not at all. Not at all. These are like perfect. I agree. 150% agree. Does I don't it go think... in your top three for um, Black Veil Brides? 100%. Yep. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I had to do top three, it would probably be. Uh, self titled, self titled for sure. Black Fire Brides, which I want to do that one at some point. That might be my first solo podcast. Yeah. You'll see, you'll see in the future. <laughs> uh, the Phantom Tomorrow, yeah, and then Wretched, Wretched and Divine. Divine, which is crazy because I fucking love those first two albums so much, yeah, but three, four, and six unmatched. I, I mean, in my yeah, opinion. the Phantom Tomorrow, I feel like I was surprised how fucking good that it was. It was so amazing, yeah, yeah it but. Is. Anyway, yeah, this album is the first 10 out of 10 on this podcast, and I'm going to hold everything to the standard that I hold this to for it to get a 10 out of 10 in the future. So, yeah, what do you think? 10 out of yeah, 10? Yeah, 10 out of 10 for sure. 10 out of 10. It's my favorite album of all time, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. It's just one of those albums that's like, there's rare that you find like a good album that it has no skips. Mm-hmm. I feel like this might be the only album that I like know of. It has no skips. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, well. Thank you all so much for listening. Bailey, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Again, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, this has been the What's That Noise podcast with me, Brendan, and Bailey today. Yo. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's all we can afford. And that's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for returning for another week of the What's That Noise podcast. I have a lot of fun doing these with my sister, so I'm always excited to get another one of these out. You got anything to say? Always be looking out for my podcast because they're probably the best ones you're going to see. So, um, yeah, be listening to anyone with Bailey Lutmer on it. That's Bailey Lutmer. Listen to it. Cocky. I like it. All right. Well, uh, you know, I don't really think I have that much more to get out here. I guess I just want to give a quick thank you once again to everybody who makes it to the end of this podcast. Uh, it's really awesome. And I'm excited to get more of these out for you guys and, you know, keep this going as long as I can stand to so thank you guys so much and i will see you guys next week with um shit is it cameron god how do you know my schedule more than i know my schedule (laughs) next week i got my buddy cameron brow coming on and that is going to be our discussion no 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 it's Corey king it's Corey. yeah so i got my buddy Corey king coming on and we're discussing the album downer part one it's a six song ep we ended up talking about it for about an hour and a half but yeah i'll save that for next week yeah so cool uh we'll turn back next week for downer part one by the band 1056 and we will see you next time thank you